whether you enjoy listening to podcasts or want to record a podcast, Anchor is a pl- perfect platform to start on. Not perfect in the ap- absolute sense, but perfect in the context of ease of use as far as creating the episode. Ease of use as far as discovering new podcasters. People just stepping into the arena of podcasting. I can't think of a better platform to produce a podcast on. In less than two years, I've been able to get my podcast heard on a multiple level, multiple platforms. From Anchor to iTunes to Google Podcasts. I've even landed Life is About More Than Living on iHeartRadio. The last one? That took an application, an application to get on that last platform. Yes, I had to apply to be on iHeartRadio, but now I'm there. And the best platform of all, which is also associated with Anchor, is Spotify. Once your podcast reaches Spotify, you can easily transfer it, transfer it to multiple social media platforms and reach more and more listeners. So I suggest you give Anchor a try if you're considering podcasting. I've decided to revisit online dating in the era of social media. In the beginning of the year, I did an episode about dating and how it's not good to enter the first of the year by yourself or perhaps in the wrong place with the wrong person. And thankfully today, I'm introducing I'm introducing a podcasting partner <laughs> who has such a glorious sounding AKA. Arena, drop of sunshine. And we're going to delve into some do's and don'ts in this very impromptu, as has been all my podcasts, very impromptu podcasts about online dating in the era of social media. Some do's and some don'ts. And for me, the first one out of the gate is don't send your representatives. I'm going to the negative. The photos you post, be your real self. Don't be photoshopped. Don't pay, don't post photos in the best of lighting. And in saying that, if you should choose to have a meet and greet with a person, show up as that person that you portrayed yourself as. Do not do it, as I have learned, some have done, send your brother or your sister. Can you use their photos? And you want them to check things out for you, for you first. Or do not use their photos instead of your own. And then you show up and you're not that person. You have to explain it. And if you have a Steve Urkel kind of guy, be a Steve Urkel kind of guy in that photo. Unlike some I've heard have done. Because some guys have actually shown up like that. Now some of you, let me catch this podcast. We have dated. We've had meet and greets. We have one time only and never saw you again. And I never call you again. Because I... Th- Encountered a representative. And you can say the same thing about me. Now that's one of the don'ts. One of the do's is be open to sharing your true self as much as possible with a total stranger. Because eventually they're going to find out anyway. So if you come out the gate with a guarded measure of truth, you should be okay. Now that's one of my do's and one of my don'ts. Now, first time ever. Collaborative, Irina, drop a sunshine. However she comes, she comes, y'all. Like, <laughs> um, so my first don't 
is don't post a, for men. Don't post a picture with shades on. I need to see your eyes. I need to see the honesty in your eyes. And if I can't see your eyes, or don't post a picture of your dog. Your dog should not be the only picture of you. Um, another don't leave. Don't leave your profile empty. I, it tells me nothing about you. It tells me it, you give me nothing. So you have a picture with sunglasses or or Fido. And then no description. So I'm automatically going to swipe left. Um, a do is be honest. Um, be honest. Honesty is the first thing. If you can't afford to date or you're timid about dating, if you're shy, I'm not a shy person. And if you are, tell me because I don't want to be talking to myself. So I need to prepare to tone it back a little bit and you know bring it out of you so we can both have a good time now as far as the things she made real personal she's already taken y'all so forget about that one <laughs> uh, she's already taken so you forget about that one uh, she, she's off the grill now I, oh. unlike me <laughs> again some of you catching this if you choose to listen to it <laughs> we've been down the road a ways over the last 18 months or so. Because that's part of the dating process. You go out, you talk, you explore, you get to find people. And hopefully you learn to do what Kenny Rogers said. One of my favorite songs from the Gambler movie. You learn when to fold them. You know when to hold them. You know when to run. Right. Uh, and running will save a lot of grief down the road because you don't waste that person's time. And I think that that's so important on online dating. Like, um, in dating general, I would tell women, see multiple people. Don't don't tie yourself down when you're just starting to date. Because, um, and, and if it doesn't, if people phase out, fade out, I do see that a lot. They start strong and things start to fade away. Don't take it personal. I just feel like, um, you're not going to be everybody's flavor of the month. You're not everything. Every interaction is not meant to be forever. Um, and don't take it personal. Now I'm going to go flow off of that a little bit. Uh, number one, like she said, don't take it personal. Now the other side for me and all of that is you ladies who are still using different dating apps or dating services, regardless of what age you are, you ladies who keep posting, I travel, I love to travel, I don't do drama. Number one, if you've not really traveled the world other than on a cruise ship, you haven't traveled. You've been on a cruise. It's the difference in going on a cruise and traveling. I, I've never really traveled. I've been to Virginia, I've been to North Carolina, I've been to New York, Philadelphia, that's local traveling. When you use the word travel, an educated mind would think that you have traveled different parts of the world, not just on a cruise ship. Now, if that's what you've done, say I like doing cruises. Because you might end up with a guy that has actually traveled a lot, been in the military or something, and he eventually will discover that you're being fake. Now, the drama side, if you're on a dating app, Unless it's your first time ever dating anyone, 
You get a history, so you got drama. So don't come asking for something that you already have had, and don't tie in the line with it. Do not tie in the line with the rest of my past. Your past affects your present and your future. Sooner or later, something from your past can come up in that relationship if it becomes such. That guy need to be aware of some of that stuff. And sooner or later, you, you have some drama. Something can happen in this thing called life. Well, I could say the same thing. Then guys need to be upfront and honest about their, their children's mother, their ex-wives, ex-girlfriends, baby mamas. I hate that term, but it's the truth. Like, they need to be upfront. Uh, I don't need to be scared to go out in public with you. I don't need to know that Keisha is coming to my house and bust his windows open at my house. Um, it's it's the truth. And it happens. Um, or I don't want you to be feel like we can't go to a certain side of town because my ex lives on that side of town. Um, so I, I think... Um, honest, there were honesty in our past. You have to bring those issues to the table. But I also feel like um, you need men need to make themselves available. Like it's unfair for you to to want me see me you, me you to see me exclusive and you not put in any work. Or they immediately ask you how many men are you talking to on this site or how many men have you. Um, met on this site or how many are you currently see i'm gonna always be honest oh i'm talking to several until someone has told me that they want to see me exclusive i have that right um i'm going to say this and to not to discriminate but black men especially they like to um make you exclusive and give you a title and then put in no work or and that's the truth so ladies my first is Make it light on yourself. Entertain until someone you decided this person is who you want to see exclusively. Five, six, seven dates down the road. And you start letting people go one at a time. I'm seeing someone. But be honest. Always be honest. And don't take it personal. And don't take it serious. I mean, do take it seriously. But don't take it so seriously. I think that was my first um, mistake. Is that I took it personal. I took online dating personal. Especially when things didn't work out. Now, <laughs> I'm going to jump over to the religious side. Because, oh, you gracious. know, hard me, hard me stay away from that. Because we really been, what we really have been saying all along about the do's and don'ts is tell the truth as best you can. Don't give all your business out. You're just meeting this person. Right. But tell the truth. Because a lie can eventually show up. And one of the biggest lies I think good church folks say, which plays off of that drama thing, is I'm too blessed to be stressed, and I don't have the stress in my life. Eventually, that expression will come up, especially among the black church and some white churches, but um, believers, other races, but I know especially among minorities. We love that expression, don't be too stressed. I'm too blessed to be stressed. I can't even say it, because that's one of the biggest lies ever told. Jesus Christ was stressed. If you don't believe it, you go back and read what you supposed to read in Sunday school or church or somewhere when you personally read. Go back and read. He was so stressful, his tears being as drops of blood. You can call it holy or whatever. The man was under stress before he died. 
He was under duress and stress when he died. Blessings often come during stressful moments. So in this dating thing, it will get stressful if you're really looking for a serious-minded person. You will get disappointments. So you expect the stress to come before, in addition to your blessing. Your blessing will eventually show up in the person that you desire or it may not show up. You may end up being a blessing to yourself and choose to be single and date casually. That may be your blessed life. I can't say. But don't use that expression, I'm too blessed to be stressing the other one. And some of you will get pissed off with me for saying it. When God provides me with him. Uh, I have, I see, I've had people use that, that, um, well, a man should find you. Okay, I only go to work. I only go to church, the grocery store. I don't club. I don't, I'm not out in a social life. So where were you supposed to find me at? If I didn't make myself presentable or available to you, where were you going to find me? How would you ever have crossed my path? Never. Had I been in the grocery store in the Walmart, would you have would you have approached me in the Walmart, sir? Oh me? Oh, now she went open open up a path. See, we just kind of been to get together. So 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 I'm gonna ask a question. I'm going to ask the question and be real transparent because I'm enjoying this collaboration, which will probably be the longest podcast I did because I'm going to itch to do one like last that the professionals do about 35 minutes. So we're actually going to get a 35-minute one like the, pro, like the other professionals do. I'm a professional too. Come on, answer the question. But the question is this. To answer her question, Walmart and me were best of friends when I went through my, like, my dark years of discovering myself when I was working at Walmart because I, I didn't need online dating. All I need to do is work in that produce department, see someone I like, act like I'm walking through the store to find something. Ask the question, start, sir. I'm telling the story <laughs> so you, y'all can visualize it and walk through the store and and, and determine to myself whether I want to have a conversation with her like she like I'm trying to help her. Next thing I know, it was on. Actually, my longest relationship happened because the woman was in this grocery store and then she kept this podcast, she'll know. And we lasted a long time, about over two years. She was in the store shopping. I approached her. So, yes, me, being the kind of guy I am, grocery store, Walmart, yeah. You men, folk, if you're looking for a decent woman, if they may call them a decent woman, I don't know what you want to call it nowadays, afraid to label some things, go to the grocery store. Keep an eyeball on how she's shopping a little bit. But here's the thing I'm going to add to this. A guy, a person I just started following named Jeremy Holloway on on Instagram and Facebook. I'm going to play off what Jeremy said, or Jeremy Holloway said. Basically, don't go to the table unless you bring in something similar to the table. If she's shopping and she's no XYZ healthy, don't go out and pretend that you're healthy either when you're not. If you see things in her basket that you can talk a conversation off of, make sure you're on that same page. If she looks a certain kind of way, make sure you're not looking at that kind of way yourself. Because what you after, you should also be bringing some of it. I love it. Okay. So, yeah. Me, I'm a little bit of everything, though, they get to know me. So, but yeah. Would I approach you, Miss Serena? I would approach you in Walmart. I'd probably approach you in the street corner. Uh, knowing me, I would approach you somewhere, because that's me. However, yeah, you men, folk. Don't always place it off on, on a woman. Like she's talking about the black men. Bring them, so much, bring them bring to the table what you're looking for. If your finances are not, t- not tight, and hers is tight, 
Like she said, be truthful. Do your thing. But be open to approaching. Because like she said, in her opinion, a lot of women don't do clubs. Some women don't do church. You say, oh my God. Here's an ugly reality. And some of y'all get mad at me. Some of you preachers, if y'all choose to listen to them, are really mad at me. Some of the easiest women are the church women. There's an old saying that just as easy as that skirt comes down, it goes up. Yeah, my That's pocket, why I don't date in my church. My, my, I don't date in church and I don't date at my job. And I say this, and, you, and we, you can sit and debate me not being moral in this podcast. That's your choice. I'm keeping it real. As T. Harvin once said, little Christians come from sex, basically. You don't make little Christians like laying down with somebody. <laughs> so eventually in this dating process, you and you also you men folk, I've heard about some mm. uh, in black churches, I can't speak of other the ones I've been around the mm. most. Old school growing up and, mm. and some of my dating experiences. Y'all size up your women folk for what you want a certain kind of methodology. That's all I'm gonna say, especially country folk that may catch it. Now one thing I will say is a lot of listeners on this podcast I discovered in my Uber hustle this weekend. They verify something I knew about. I found out about my, this, my podcast and veering off for a split second. But all the listeners to this podcast are in California. The state of California. Because the lady in my car, I said, when I checked my number, statistics, the majority of my listeners are in California of all places. She said, because in California, they sit in traffic two to three hours a day going to work. So that's what they do, listen to podcasts. She said, 18 mile 18 trip is like a two-hour ride. <laughs> they go to work every day and go home every day. So they listen to podcasts. That's why my, my numbers are in California, majority of them. Now, getting back on point, even in California, there are small towns. I've heard of them. I've seen them on the map. I ain't not been there. Wherever you are, there are small towns and small-town mentalities. And there men folk doing this. Women who are doing what she talked about. So, in saying all this, you good. Now, I went off on a tangent about Christian folk. I'm not talking about nobody else. Because I know we try to say that we are the light of the world and all this other stuff. Just keep it real. We're human. We have faults. We have flaws. And what we may teach and preach, we don't always do. That's the reality of it. That's why this podcast is life is about more than living. If I try living that straight by the book, life, it's impossible. We have one person that supposedly did it. I say supposedly because I wasn't there, but I believe he did. He loved a perfect life. We know who that is. The rest of us, and how you say how this time online dating in this conversation, it ties it this way. The Christian folk have a website called Christian Mingle. And Christian Mingle, according to some, is cheaper than buying a prostitute. But you know, it's so funny. It's sad, but that's the way it is. But it's funny because I've had guys on across the board sites now. It's some sites that I will not put myself on. I will not put myself on something, a fish. I, I will not put myself on tags. Because, and then I've had guys tell me that on these sites that these girls are not looking for real conversation, that they're they're offering themselves. This basically these sites have turned into back page, and it, they're offering their services via these pot these um, dating services. But um, if you're genuinely looking for someone. I, I don't, I'm not going to discourage you because I had several people discourage me and try to shame me from being on there. But um, who wants to grow old alone? No one. I'm, I'm in a great stage of my life. I'm an empty nester. 
focused on myself. My kids are adults and functioning on their own. And I think it's a great time in my life to date someone. And I just don't think people should allow other people to shame them for wanting to find someone. Um, I just think you need to be wise. Use common sense. Be careful. Um, when I go on a date with someone, I send my location. I share my location with my children, um, so they know where I am. And if I don't come home, then they know where the last place I was. I, I send them a full body picture when I go out. Um, I let them know when I'm having company, um, so if they don't hear from me in twelve hours. They need. They know to check on me. Um, you just have to be smart. Um, don't take it personal. Um, everybody is not going to be on your level. Not every interaction is meant to last forever. Um, keep it moving. Keep it light. Meet, don't expect them. Do a meet and greet at the coffee house. If they sent their representative to give you a car, buy you a latte, get in your car, and go home. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to hit one thing uh, in line with, in kind of line with that. When you're on these sites, a lot of these sites are owned by a net group called Sparks, Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-S Network. And I just looked it up real quick. Spark owns E. Darling, Jay White, Attractive World, Zeusk, which I know they did not own, they own Zeusk. Uh, Silver Singles, Elite Singles, J-Date, Christian Mingle, their number one of the number one sites owned by Sparks. If you choose to do a little bit deeper digging... You will find that Sparks t tied in with some other adult, I would say, for the of word type sites. And I'm not a computer guy, but I have learned since I've been doing the online dating thing that uh, the information you put on one place will pop up somewhere else without you knowing it. Uh, so you don't have to join a site. And that goes back to what all we've talked about is that some sending a real person. Because someone may discover you over here, and you get one profile over here, and that technology has created a version of your profile over here that you don't even really know exists because you signed up for something free. Uh, and you get some unscrupulous people and some unscrupulous stuff. That's, I threw that little tidbit in there. You can Google it. Sparks, S-P-A-R-K-S Network. I just try, I threw that in there because of online dating, keeping it real. Some do's and some don'ts. Know where your information is at. So when you do show up, that person won't think they saw you over here. When you really want to see the person, you probably put over there. Uh, yeah, and back to the Christian part, it went really hard on that one for a minute. I say personally, Irina, I can't. I hear her passion. I hear her story. I hear what she's sharing. I'm speaking from experience when it comes to stuff I told you about in this podcast. If certain levels of physical intimacy, regardless of what site you're on, is what you expect and you want, say so. Don't dress it up. I want a relationship. I need long term. I don't want FWB, friends of benefits with those that don't know what that is. I'm sure most of you do. Keep it that listen to this podcast. And this goes regardless of your age. I'm going heavy in this particular subject like I did on the travel one because so many persons I have discovered in conversations and in meeting greets while telling me that projecting it off that as a man I shouldn't be wanting to do this to talk about that. 
They come out of the gate in five minutes of the conversation talking about it. They come out talking about it. They don't call it a hookup. They talk about when we get to know each other better. But better, it, yeah, I've been told, and I have not experienced it. <laughs> Thank God. I have some, some levels about myself in some public places and other places. <laughs> uh, I'm throwing this all out there. Is that be real in the physical, be real in the spiritual, be real in the mental, be real in the emotional. There's a quote that says something to the effect that don't open up a woman's heart and don't be willing to finish filling it. You open up a woman's heart, be ready to finish putting something into it. And likewise, women, if you choose not to open up a heart, but open up a man's body and physical things, if he's straight physical, that's one thing. But men have an emotional side too. They might not want to talk about it. Black men especially, some of us don't want to talk about it. Older men don't want to talk about it. We have that side, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Women be willing to put something into it beyond just the what you get in the beginning. Uh, there's something else I'm get, trying to get to, so I know shouldn't jump in on it. We ran with it. Uh, I had a brain dead moment, y'all. <laughs> uh, not brain dead, literally. I'm talking to you. <laughs> uh, when all is said and done, when all is said and done, being alone is hard enough. Being wrong with the wrong person is hard enough. Whether it's marriage, whether it's courtship, whatever, it's hard, it's hard enough. A very wise man once said to me, his wife flinched when he said it many years ago, many, many years ago. There's some stuff I remember very well. He said, he called me Bro Harrell back then. He said, Bro Harrell, being married is hard enough. Ain't nothing worse than being married to the wrong person. Online dating sometimes leads to quick relationships, quick marriages. They don't always work out. Honesty and open communication is what I think she'll jump in on. Not just honesty, but be open to communicating. Do not say you're a communicator, then go ghost after the second conversation for a week or not respond to text. We're supposed to be grown folk. Supposed to be grown folk. So you say you're a communicator, be a communicator. Set out the ground rules in the beginning. As I said to one person, if you open up a cookie jar, and y'all know what I'm talking about, don't go and close it up two or three weeks later. We need to talk. We got to be friends. We got to learn each other better. You don't open up the cookie jar. Now you want me to... Really? Or me in the same way. Um, I think I don't think we had that problem. We had a nice little briefing in the beginning. We had an interview, y'all. <laughs> people said, but I've had to, I've been told I've interviewed women on my conversations. We had a really actually she interviewed me in a way I would interview her, but I didn't get a chance because she, she came out swinging with my questions. <laughs> um, you have to be honest. Be you have to. I feel like um, when you're honest. Um, it makes it easier as a woman because the ones that are not ready for you will run. They they already know where you are and they already know the, the level of expectation and it makes it easier because they just fall by the wayside. Literally, um, two dates I had, great first dates and within 72 hours of the first date, like great conversations leading up to the dates 
what I thought was a great date. Um, within 72 hours of the great date, I'm, I'm assuming I I was too much. I I was. They saw I I really sent my true self and what I asked for. I'm, I was willing to bring to the table, and they they disappeared. So. Um, don't be afraid to be transparent on your needs and don't waver on those needs. Um, and I think, I think you'll be all right, but have fun. I I don't want to make this so serious where you're not enjoying dating. Um, it's some great people out there, men and women who are are genuinely looking for nothing else but to meet good people. Now, um, she said, not, not, "Don't be so serious about it." I mean, <laughs> before I, before I encountered her, <laughs> so she, see, the other thing about this, we we were we were really new at this, and I didn't think it was one. And it, I came out of one spot, and less than two weeks later, I met her. So it was really fast. So somebody said, "Wait, were you ready?" Here's the thing: online dating for me is like speed dating. So I'm all I was always ready. It's just ready for the right connection to go. The distance, and it's cheap. And business schedule, it worked. Now, uh, going back to, to, to all of that, coming out, being ready, and knowing where you are, and not being willing to settle is important. And going, oh yeah, now I got it. Going ghost. Oh. Uh, I've told some people I will go ghost on you. I will be a friend. I'm, I'm still. I might. I might. I might lose some Facebook friends and certain ones listen to this podcast today because I have dated some. They're my Facebook friends. That's fine. You want to go your way, fine. Because uh, if, if I could have talked like this with you, I wouldn't be sitting here with her. <laughs> so moving on. So I'm saying all that to say because I'm on. I'm because when it comes to me, honesty, honest. Online dating, you may or may not form friendships that go beyond the initial meeting. And they may still be in the background of your life. But, and if they're choosing to be there for whatever reason, that's great. That's on them. But the, the reason they are there is because of another podcast I did earlier on, earlier last year, I think it was, The Power of No. Until you, we are able to say no to things that are unhealthy for us. Until we're able to say no, you're not, not just go ghost, but actually have enough decency to call a person up and say, no, I enjoy talking with you, but it ain't going to work. Now, if it's somebody that they can hear that no, just just go ghost. But but they got they're a full grown adult. Keyword full grown adult because everybody's grown ain't grown up yet. Text them, call them, say no, this ain't working out. I don't think you're the one for me. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's easier than hanging hanging about and wondering where they at. I didn't get that. I actually talked to the person, and then if I didn't, the last date I had, if I had not called him. I mean, I talked to him all during the day, and I don't even know what it was like. Hmm. So are we not going out tonight? So it was like, wait. So then when I brought it up to his attention, I was like, so are we not going out tonight? And he was like, no. Uh, And from that conversation, we never have spoken since. <laughs> I said, if somebody catch it, you know I said no. I called her like no. And somebody went ghost. Uh, but through it all, this do's and don'ts, and everybody's story is different, y'all. When you stop trying to find the person you want, oh yeah, I'm gonna go back to the biblical thing one more time. 
because uh, I've heard, uh, I'm going there, because I don't, I'm one of these Christians who conservative Christians hate, or what they call, or people call Bible thumpers. I, 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 I'm the kind of, the Bible thumper kind of folks don't like me. So I'm going, I'm going to go here with this point. Actually, and so many, I could go different angles on this, but I'm itching to say this. And I got heard with, can I read it now? So I'm going to say, I can say it. I got one more stand sit with me. I can say it. Talk about it. Uh, a lot of ladies said they want their Boaz. And I've seen the memes about the Boaz, this and that and that and that and that. The question I want to ask, like about the supermarket thing, meeting the person, be the person you're supposed to be, are you the roof for the Boaz? Because you want the best, but you ain't bringing your best. You want the guy mm, according to biblical scripture and everything, but are you willing to go out there and glean in the field? When he's broke, are you willing to go out there and hustle to help the family or help the relationship? When he says, all I can do is a two for 20, and you get mad because you want an $80 meal because you're not grateful, are you a Ruth? Why are you talking about you want a Boaz? When you broke, but you're wearing a fake Gucci or whatever you get, they call it, I don't know what they be, that stuff here that you think is real, but it's not because you can afford the real stuff, most of you. Are you willing to accept his fakeness that he's playing the part too because he wants a certain image to portray? There's nothing wrong with image. Don't be expecting someone you're not. People love talking about Esther. And thankfully I heard a message about Esther in a different light. And I know, and I talk about faith because no matter how much I try to get away from it, someone told me faith is part of who I am and my ministry is through all of this. We call it what you want to call it. Esther. Queen Esther. She was, biblically speaking, she was awesome. No one talks about her being a concubine. You know what concubine means? It's what we call a modern-day house prostitute. They were in bondage. She was a concubine before she was elevated. And I'm talking about the moral aspect of it. The point I'm bringing home is this. If you're portraying yourself as an Esther, that hopefully you're also open to talking about what led you to becoming an Esther. If you came in a strict, morally upright home and good father, good mother, and the perfect family situation, if you've done everything pretty much pretty by the book and you live a fairly decent life, you're a great woman and led you to be an Esther, awesome. But if you did not, if you are a divorced person, that means you went through something. You didn't end up divorced by not going through something. Or you'd be online dating. If you've been married multiple times, you've been through something. So you being an Esther now, man, you went through something and you probably did some things you don't want to talk about. And once you get to know this guy, if y'all communicate on that level, like Esther, like Boaz, like Ruth, heck, even like David, King David of Biblical Times, be transparent about your past, where you're at now. Don't gloss over it because you didn't become this person you are now without going through something. And shifting into something. I know I did. And it's, some days it's harder than others. This, when this podcast is easy, I'm not looking at people right now. And so, Irina, she cools right here with me. She's doing her thing. Just be the projection. 
going back to the very third thing we started talking about at the beginning of this podcast, don't send your representative. Don't be afraid of talking about drama. Admitting drama is part of life. Don't pretend to be someone you're not. That person will show up sooner or later. Don't waste another person's time that really wants someone that's more compatible. That's, no is not a bad word. No protects the heart. It's better to say no in the beginning than say no when you're paying out crazy divorce fees and lawyer fees. Or if you're, or, or if you're still in the impregnating stage, you slip up and have some kids. There's a lot of stuff going to go on by simply saying no. I try not to use the NT because expression on no's a lot. But with, online, with regards to online dating, it's better to walk away than it is to stay. Down the positive side. I feel like I kept on knocking on that door to a young man at my job suggested I try a certain dating site since I'm not getting paid to promote them. I'm not going to name them. Uh, and here I am. And going very public to a podcast. It's pretty different. But here I am. And we're doing our first podcast together because we have a lot of kindred spirit stuff going on. Hey, she joined me on the podcast. <laughs> I could... I says, wow, so... And dealing with dating. Um, and I'm going to let her. There's, I know many of you heard a commercial at the beginning. Please support this podcast. I'm going to say it again before I let her, let Irina, wind it down. Don't just listen to it so I get a, a little bit of revenue from the sponsor. Become a subscriber. Become a follower. 99 cent. Price of a drink. Uh, become a subscriber to this podcast. It's no longer Alfred Al Moore's report. It's going to be a lot more of these episodes and different subjects with Irina. And eventually she'll do her own podcast and I'll be her co-host. <laughs> she's laughing because she knows it's true. Because she's got a lot of great stuff I'm not going to go into that she's working on as a mom, as an entrepreneur, as a student, as a volunteer at her place of worship. But all said and done, do more than just listen. Subscribe. Become a follower. Because we're going to bring y'all some more realistic stuff by means of this podcast and the one she will eventually do. And on that note, thank you for listening to that long-winded commercial I recorded in the beginning <laughs> for my sponsor. More than likely, I'm going to let her record it better because her voice sounds better. Eventually, she'll let her record it for me. But right now, I'm going to turn it over to her. When she finishes talking, I'm going to close, close it out. I just want to say thank you. Thank you for that. Allowing to me to be a guest, bring my own personal experiences. I hope something I said helps somebody else encourages. I don't want you to not participate because of somebody else's thought. I mean, I I had a back and forth with my own pastor about online dating and his his thoughts and concerns. And I'll take I'll listen to your thoughts and concerns, but at the end of the day, the decision is mine. Um, and I would just tell you to go in um, as an adult. Be as open as you can. Be as pr- protective as you can. Be as safe as you can. Um, but I remember telling God after my <laughs> my second ghost, look, God, I'm not giving up. Like, I don't think it's your will for me to be single. Um, my feelings aren't hurt. I'm, I'm not. Well, I can't say if my feelings weren't hurt. I was a little disappointed. But at the same time, I wasn't to the point where I was broken. Um, and I wasn't discouraged. 
Um, I think I'm a great person and I think I'm a great catch and I knew that there's someone out there would appreciate it even if it wasn't discovered on a dating site I wasn't going to stop using that medium just because somebody told me it wasn't good um, I am 43 and I've, I can't tell you the last time a man approached me anywhere but that's because my kids say I'm not approachable but I digress <laughs> I digress <laughs> so I guess dating sites does take the edge off for me it makes me a little bit more approachable but I do want to close in saying please you know don't get discouraged especially women take this as a, as a medium and an opportunity and and you'll evolve in it and be great in it Thank you again for having me.